I wonder who could be calling me. I'm supposed to be podcasting now, not taking phone calls. Gary. Wonder what he wants. He'll call back if it's important. He never leaves a voicemail on the first try. Hey everybody, welcome to Wizard on Wizard, Sound Only Edition. It's a podcast. It's me, your host, A Wiz. I'm back this time. I want to thank T Valpone for filling in for me while I was at the big Magic Conference. Um, even though it sounded like a baseball game, it was a really important Magic Conference. Um, so, but I'm back though. So, let's see what's going to happen this time. Um, so, Gary called. It threw me off a little. Um, that wasn't supposed to be part of the podcast, but now it is. So, that's a bonus, I guess. Stella is here. Star Mistress Stella, Master of Stars. She's uh, the astrologer at the Saturday Evening Ghost. She came by with her little talking robot voice machine that she types into and sounds like a person. Um, we got to talking about some stuff. We're going to listen to that soon. B.F. Smith has got another song for us. Uh, it's about pockets this time. We're going to play that too. I don't know why I said that. I'm not going to tell you about something that's going to be on the podcast and then not play it. It's kind of implied that I'm going to play that just by telling you what it is. So I'm glad we cleared that up. Um, we've got a great show. Now a word from our sponsor. Hey, you remember me? I'm the guy that tells you about 18s. But guess what? 18s? We make candy too, our own kind of special fucking candy. You might have heard of ligaments, the only mint that's made from horses for maximum freshness. Then we told you about Nico wafers, wafers made from cats, for cats, by cats, and that also have been recently approved for human consumption by the FCC. The FDA didn't get back to us. Now we got a new candy for you. It's gonna blow your wig off. Knock your socks back on. That's how crazy this is. Liga Neko Wafer Mints Gum. It's the chewiness of gum, the mintiness of mints, and the waferiness of wafers. How do we get this to happen? Well, we fed a cat to a horse, then we fed a horse to a cat. Then, we bred them together to make babies. Then, the babies made babies, we cut them up into candy. It's maximum flavor meat. Only from... Liga Nico with a mince gum. Liga Neko Wafer Mints 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 Wafer Mints
Okay, so now that that's over, it's time to do the interview. This episode, we have Star Mistress Stella, Master of Stars. She picked that title for herself, and she writes the horoscopes for the SEG. They come out the first week of every month. You might want to check them out if you're into that kind of thing. Um, she came in today and want to say thanks for coming in, Stella. Um, glad you could be here. Do you want to start by telling the people a little bit about your early life? How things start for you? Oh, before you answer, let me explain to the people how this is going to work since you're a cat and everything. I almost forgot. Um, you have a little machine that will make English sounding noises after you type the answers to the questions in. So that's why you're going to sound like a robot. We didn't have enough money to hire another translator. Okay, so, sorry, same question. Tell us a little bit about what it was like to be little Stella. There's not much to tell. I was incorporeal and one with all. Until conception, I was a beautiful, free and blissful spirit riding the stellar winds of creation. And like an astral precipitate, I condensed and slowed into solid matter. What I once beheld in its entirety as an exquisite, infinite tapestry, I can now only behold in glimpses through this crude central nervous system. Okay, um, so, can cats see in color? What? Well, you know, you brought up your central nervous system. Just maybe wonder if you saw in color. Go on. As I was saying, I had six siblings and we were all left in the woods during a hurricane. I was rescued by a groundskeeper who worked at the local Ren Fair. He left me in a cage until a woman with dreadlocks and a unique smell palette took me as her pet. We bonded right away and I learned to make lotions from watching her. Yeah, there's a lot of people at the SEG who work at Renaissance Fairs. Um, they never stay there. How come you left? Drugs. They weren't rampant enough on the fair circuit. Huh. That's... Gary likes drugs. Have you talked to Gary about drugs yet? No, I've never met Gary. I don't even read his column, the page 5 fools why is Stephanie's part second, can anyone say oppression? Uh, well, it's the, um, ghouls. The page 5 ghouls. And... Everything at the SEG goes by seniority. Whatever. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, yeah, I think we heard enough about your childhood. Kittenhood, referring to me as a child, is racist. Shouldn't that be speciesist? Don't try to gaslight me with your anthropocentric worldview. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, whatever. Um, hey, do you know Merwin? He was on the show, and he said you were kind of hot. I'm not into boys. I used to be, then I was bi for a while. After that I was polyway into group sex for a while, which made me accidentally convert to Mormonism. Sister wives, no thanks, Androcrat. Sorry, but I only participate in liberating and empowering orgies. After that I identified as lesbian for a spell. Once the spell wore off, I liked boys for a while again. Then I dabbled in the white lady for a time. That was until I realized I could take care of my own needs and didn't need a lover at all. Ever. I'm so much happier now that I am my own mate. 
Do you mean spouse? Because you, you can't mate with yourself. You don't control me. No one is. No one's trying to control you. It's just that you, you know, you, you can't impregnate yourself, so you can't mate with yourself. It's my body. Yeah, ex exactly. I don't need you pointing out your problems with my life choices to me. That's for my life coach to do. Okay, sure. Um, have it your way. So, how'd you get the job at the SEG anyway? That isn't me, Outer. I'm here now. I live in the present. The past is in the past. Oh, come on now. What's the matter? Does the cat have your tongue? Oh my god. I'm tweeting right now. You'll be unemployed by the end of the week. Well, gee, I'm sorry. It's, it's a common expression and everything. Sapienist. Alright. So, let's rewind for a second here. Why don't you tell everybody about those days a long time ago when you first started working at the SEG. What was that like? You mean nine months ago? Yeah. Is that not past enough for you? Are you sassing me? Ah, no. I, I wouldn't do that. Sci fine. My uncle knows a friend of a witch's cat and she got me the position as astrologer at the SEG. That's the power of sisterhood, a power your penis denies you. Before that my astrology column appeared in the local Penny Pincher newspaper and I emailed it to the members of my coven, except for Alice. The bitch. Yeah, I don't like Alice either. It's just something about her. That's pretty cool, though. But astrology isn't all you do. You want to tell us about your line of foot-made lotions? I mean, why, why are they foot-made? You wouldn't understand why I make them with my feet. Um, shouldn't it be paw-made? How come foot isn't racist? Because I'm saying it. Oh, jeez. You run fair chicks are all the same. Hey. Let's play a game. I have a list of the SEG writers and what their astrological signs are. And I'll read the name and how about you guess the sign? I have no time for games. Oh, come on. You only write one column and it isn't due for two weeks. Fine. Wait. Go. Okay. What about me? Hey, Wiz. Virgo. No. That's wrong. How about Virgil? Virgo. No, that's wrong. Gary? Virgo. No. A witch? Virgo. No. Stephanie? Virgo. No. Hugo? Virgo. No. Hugo's every sign. I bet he is. Okay, how about Merwin? Virgo. No. T. Valpone? Virgo. No. Uncle Mort? Virgo. No. Okay, well, you got every single one wrong. They are only wrong to you because you're a man. You don't understand that you all feel like Virgos to be around. It doesn't matter what sign anyone is, all that matters is what I feel about what sign I think they are. I still win the game. So, um, you think that your subjective emotional reality is the same as consensus or actual reality? I don't think about things, that's too masculine. I just feel and experience the world and trust all the goddesses, so why not shut up? Oh jeez, cats. That's racist. Okay, so moving on. Is Uncle Mort the uncle that you live with? No, my Uncle Mart. He's my mom's sister's owner. He doesn't take very good care of me, but I have to stay because I'm trapped by the patriarchy. Well, being trapped's no good. I mean, 
Why do you live with your uncle if he doesn't take care of you and you hate him so much? I'm a mess, that's why and he's the only one who eats my shit. Okay, I said it. I smoke nip all day and drink meowlo mixed with lo and meow all night. I'll never have kittens at this point and I don't even want them but I'm still mad about not having any. I don't even like astrology, it's just easy for me. What do I have? My lotions, that's all. I'm so sick of craft fair after craft fair, people coming up to me asking questions, what's this do? What's lavender doing in these eye drops? Like I don't know okay. Get off my back, I'm a cat not a horse. Did you hear that? Uh, what's going on? Hear, hear what, Stella? Nothing, I'm tweaking, alright. Happy. My nip supply is dry and my guy hasn't gotten back to me. I'm glad I came on here to get mocked and belittled. Typical man. Are you done oppressing me, oh mighty penis haver? Listen to yourself, Stella. You crazy cat. That's Hugo talk. He's always going on and on about penises. Don't you dare mention him. I went to his release the Kraken thing and all he tried to do is grab my tail and tongue kiss me. Um, that's not the way he tells it. He said that you got really trashed at the VIP party and you started rubbing on his leg and you were licking him. I don't even know why I agreed to this interview. There's such a culture of patriarchy at the SEG. It's Gar I mean my life coach got to go. Gary. I gotta call him. Okay Stella, thanks for... Well, yeah, I guess thanks. Um, you've been better than you go. Uh, so that that was SEG astrologist, star mister Stella, master of stars. Uh, every first week. Okay. God, I gotta get a real job. One oh one fun presents A with and a wiener in the morning. Hot tunes, news and weather with A with and the wiener. Hey, how you doing today, wiener? You living hot dog? That's his next movie and help me picks out records we're gonna play. I'm doing fine today, Wiz. How you doing? You wizzing hard? Hardly wizzing. Um. Why don't you pick out a song, Wiener? I'm gonna pick What's in My Pockets by B.F. Smith and his band, Electric Hole Punch. Alright, let's get that going. What's in your pocket? you. What's in your pocket? Wait a second, I'll check and see. Well, it's Super Bowl and a piece of string. Plus a broken promise ring. Wood nickels from the bottles and bangin' Rust screw and a tiny tag What's in your pocket? Hang on a check and see What's in your pocket? Well, fun for you and me Yeah, wooden soldier He said his name's Maurice He's engaged to a girl named Amy Still married when he's released 
Like Crawbage. It's sort of like Cribbage, but it's different enough to have a new name. Do you want to tell everybody about Crawbage? Well, I can tell you what I know about it, which is that it came out of the MMA tradition, uh, which is uh, hundreds of years old, Asian, um, very important actually. It actually retroactively reformed the other more traditional Asian styles of fighting. It revised history. Uh, that's what I know about Krubbage. So I know that the rules are um, brutal. They are retroactively based off Mongolian cavalry experiences. And that when you become a Krubbage Potential is what they call them. Uh, you also get to choose your own Zen name because Krubbage is such an intense game <laughs> that you're, you're actually a warrior participating in it. Um, That's about right. So we're going to do some Krubbage. So what's your, what's your Krubbage name? My garbage name, which came to me in a dream. All the good ones do. Bill Cosby stills at Nash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is your garbage name? My garbage name is Sir Cobra Shark Dragon Esquire. Now. People can't see it, but we are doing a traditional garbage bow. You have to bow. What do you prefer to be called? Uh, Bill. Bill. Yes. I prefer to be called Sir Cobra Shark. That's pretty long. That's what I prefer. Uh, Traditionally, I believe from my school they are one syllable. But. Sakakta. Then. Me call me. Even though that's three syllables. You'll just, you don't know how to count. So it's Cobra, Cobra Shark Dragon. <laughs> about just Cobra? Okay. Alright. I will call you all of those. So, um, I won, I won the, the coin toss. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm making the deal. And, uh, this is the part where you, uh, must receive my six cards. Okay. Let's do it. So I noticed he decided to deal the cards face down. Are you receiving them?
I got Joker. So I'm gonna take another card. Okay. Now I have to give you two cards for the crib, right? Yep. Okay. Whoops. I I usually play face up because I'm not evil. Sure. Yeah. So I'm not used to your face down evil rules. That's okay though. So I go first. Three. Three and the lead card is seven, so that's twenty-one. And it's a new moon, so that's a point. Except that's not twenty-one, that's ten. No, I'm using multiplication. I could I could see your multiplication, but I but I contest the spirit of the rule. So you dispute it? Yes, but I would like to throw down the nine? Yes. I'd make okay. simply twelve. So we each get one hole. Okay, so it's my turn. Mm. Three again. I played a pair, so that's two. And then it's a pair of threes, so that's three. Okay. I play a second nine. Okay. I believe that since it's upon your non-consecutive pair, my second nine played upon my first nine makes two pairs, mm -hmm. which is this many points. Yeah, that's right. Four. I get a point for playing my numbers in a row. That. The ten. You yeah. just play a bunch of nines, so you get a point for playing your numbers in a row. Okay, I'm going to play a four. So Ooh. now I got a pair. Wait a minute. But a pair off a pair off of a argued pair kind of isn't... I think you get experience points for that. So I lose, I lose one point. But I'm out of cards, so I get four points. Go. I can't. No, I make oh. cards. Oh man. So the same. You, you get a point for being out of cards. The Crubbish Tornado <laughs> that bumps us the head. Yeah. This gets nuts. So, it's a new moon? Yes, yes. Tonight's the new moon, tomorrow's the equinox. Okay, so that's, um, that means spades are worth three points. There's two for the new moon and one for the equinox. Got it. And I dealt, so I get to 
I get the crubbage or the crub. You get the, the crub, you get, get the, the yeah, crub. full full crubbing. So um, anytime you want to hand the crub over, Bill. Thank you, Sir Sharkoba. It's um, Sharkoba Shark. I get pegged because you got my name wrong. Good point. Okay, so it's your turn. Oh shit. Three. Three. So you get five pegs for making that noise. That's the secret noise of the game. So I'm gonna play 13. <coughs> so I get, um,. Four holes for 13. I don't know why. It should be 13. It feels right. It just feels right. Yeah. Feelings are important. Uh, 20. 20. Do you get. I don't. What sign is this sign in? You. I don't. Time out. I don't think you started this game on the wings of a crow. Oh shit. That's right. Alright, so I lose how many? That many? Nine. 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 Do I have to get the crow's wings? You, you should have started that way to begin with. It's the only. Uh, but other than that. Yeah, um, but what do we do now? Is this even legal play? Why are you bringing eagles into this? No, not eagle play. Legal play. course. You sure this is like regulation? Because this is a sanctioned match. Like there's insurance. You've never ridden into the match for warriors but on the wings of a crow? Yeah I did. I just forgot to put them under the thing. Study online? Was it? Yeah so what? <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's why you gotta bring it up every did, time? Did you choose your Zen name from a drop down menu? Do they only have like four options? Uh, I went to the Bill Cosby school. Yeah. How's your drink? It tastes a little weird. <laughs> like almonds, bitter almonds. Uh, yeah, so I've got some cards left. So it's 20. The moon is new and the sun is in Leo. So adjust your score accordingly. Oh. It fell over. I'm pretty sure that means death. Okay, that's good. You adjust it for being Tuesday. Now you're in my lane, right? Got crossfit. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> you gonna do some cards? That's consecutive 21. cards. That's consecutive cards and a pair and 21. So that's like 10. In a green lane. No, you gotta be in green lane. 
Alright. Yeah, and he took the extra green lane. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 25. Now I made a triple four. So that's two. Never mind. 28. Okay, um. 13, whoa. Yeah. Uh, you're wearing, you're wearing the black corner race. I see no so, reason. 13 on a Wednesday means that you automatically fill the game hole. Yeah. So you're the... I can feel it filling right now. You're the house cribbage champion? You're going to go on to the town? No, that's... Sure. Yeah. I lost fair and square. Good right. game, Bill. There are like six more spells I want to use. is by now. It's the same as it was last time. Um, hi, it's me, T. Vulpum. Back again. Gonna read you chapter two of Hugo Holmes Now's great book, um, What is Wrong With You? An introduction to what is wrong with you. We've been going through it chapter by chapter every week, and I gotta tell you, I was a little skeptical at first, but it's starting to make some sense. Let's see what, um, Let's just get right into chapter two here. <clears throat> chapter two. The fear matrix, the ego vortex, the reality generating mechanism, and how those things are affected by the things that are wrong with you. Okay. Uh, the mystic monks of the mountains have studied the soul for centuries and have found it generally consists of three main parts. The reality generating mechanism, the fear matrix, and the ego vortex. Some people have more components in their souls and others have less. It all depends on what your mother ate during the fourth month of pregnancy. I think he's losing me. Um, now might be a good time to take a closer look at the main components of the soul. We have listed them, but that is not enough. It never is. Um, they must be explained. They must be extrapolated upon. You must become familiar with the reality generating mechanism, the fear matrix, and the ego vortex. And you must know how they work and how you have destroyed them with ill thinking caused by the things that are wrong with you. Alright. Maybe I spoke too soon. Um, yeah, let's keep going. The reality generating mechanism. This part of your soul is a complex web of complexes nice, that determines how you make your own reality. It consists of many subparts, too many to list here, and there are always more being discovered all the time. So you will agree that listing all parts of the reality generating mechanism is not the point here. 
Sure seems that way. What is the the point? The point is okay, here we go. The point is that you make your own reality with your thoughts, actions, and how you focus the resources of your mental mind. Just like all the other coaches and self help books say. What they don't say is something only I have the nerve to say. This thing that I have to say is this. It took a while. The resources of your mental mind are not working correctly. This is evidenced by how awful your life is going and has been going and will continue to go until you fix the things that are wrong with you. You've allowed your reality generating mechanism to manifest all manners of trouble because you don't pay it a proper attention. You don't even know, well, you didn't even know it was there, did you? You have been using the law of attraction to attract a bunch of trouble and nonsense. Is that why? I thought it was just my bad habits. Refusal to change. Um, um, blah, blah. Attract a bunch of trouble and nonsense when you could have not been doing that instead. It sounds simple enough. There's this picture again. And underneath it it says, I have said it. I'm not sure what he said. Anyway, I'm not getting paid to understand this crap. Now that it has been said, and you have heard it, even if you read it, you have heard it. Alright. In time, you will feel it. I'm here to make sure that you really feel it. I don't know, man. I'm not saying I'm feeling it anymore. I felt chapter one, but chapter two is kind of losing me. Here we go. The Fear Matrix. If you are at the point where you are turning to this book for help instead of actually solving your problems by doing what you are afraid to do, doing what you are afraid you must do, I'm really tired today. Then you have a broken fear matrix in addition to a faulty reality generating mechanism. The job of the fear matrix is to take information from the reality generating mechanism and determine whether or not it is scary. If it is found scary, then the fear resolution process has begun. This process is contingent upon both the reality generating mechanism and the fear matrix having a nice working relationship. When they are in harmony and working correctly, then they will get along, and you will notice that the only things that are actually dangerous to you will incite fear. That would be nice. For example, a person with a healthy reality generating mechanism and fear matrix will, upon seeing a large and angry wolf, simply intuit that this is not an advantageous situation and calmly resolve the conflict in their favor. And I gotta tell you guys, I'm not, I don't know about this. I keep saying that, I'm not doing anything about it. And then I keep doing this. I think that's what he's talking about. I think what's wrong with me is I have to read this stupid book. And, alright, the quicker, the quicker we get this over with, the quicker I can, um, fix my reality generating mechanism or whatever. Man, I feel lighter. 
The above example makes it easy to see that the fear matrix and reality go hand in hand to produce your world and how you handle being afraid of both wolves and non-wolf related problems. This would be one of those non-wolf related. Yeah. The trouble is that of all the things that are wrong with you have resulted in these soul parts being miscalibrated. Miscalibrations cause miscalculations. Miscalculations cause missed opportunities. Missed opportunities result in more things being wrong with you. So you could see how important it is to repair your broken soul parts before they ruin what is left of your life. The Ego Vortex The Ego Vortex is unique in that it is the only part of the soul that is visible to others. <clears throat> your Ego Vortex is similar to your personality, but not identical to it because then it would be called your personality and not your Ego Vortex. Sometimes he just makes so much sense, and other times it's like a puppet to learn to talk from listening to audiobooks of self-improvement manuals. It is important that you pay attention to the words you read, hear, and say to make sure that you know what they mean. A proper ego vortex understands. If you feel as though you aren't understanding something, then you can blame a rusty ego vortex for it. You can do that, but it would be better to blame yourself for allowing your ego vortex to become encrusted with rust. I hope you guys could hear that. I hope you could hear it, Hugo. If you can do this, then that is a sure sign that you are ready to have less things wrong with you. Repairing Soul Components <coughs> Repairing a damaged soul which consists of a busted reality generating mechanism and interfacing with your ego vortex while mitigating the fear matrix to bring about positive growth fulfillment is something that you shouldn't do alone. It is something that you cannot do alone. If it were, don't you think you would have done it by now? No one argues that a broken soul is a good thing. As someone who has lived with a broken soul for most of their lives, I'm sure you can agree. How do you go about repairing your broken soul? You must first identify and resolve the things that are wrong with you. You have, all, you have already been exposed to the causes of what is wrong with you and taken a quiz about it. That should have helped, but not in a way that you were able to notice yet. You also know what the three parts of the soul are and have been exposed to the idea that your problems are nearly insurmountable, but there is hope in the form of help. The help you need depends exactly on what is wrong with you. You will not be quizzed in this chapter. Thank God. You're in no shape to take a quiz. Hey, who the hell's calling? What's Gary want? Guy's a little weird. Okay, so we don't get a quiz. Um, we get a joke. Here's the joke. Why did the chicken cross the road? And the answer to the joke is, you should be concerned with your own problems, not with the affairs of chickens. And that's it. We're halfway through, everybody. We got two more of these left. Thanks for roughing it out with me. I'll be back next time on Chapter 3. All right. I guess I better go. Where did I put that gun? I gotta do something today.
Well, I'm not really sure how I feel about that, the whole thing, really. Um, so, thanks for sticking around for it. Hope you had some kind of reaction about the podcast today. Um, don't forget to go down to SaturdayEveningGhost.com. You can read all the crazy stories. You can read Hugo's shit. You can see Stella's horoscopes. Um, you can read the alchemical writings of B.F. Smith. And you also get a whole bunch of genre-bending serial fiction. There's outer space, detectives, monsters, magic. We got all of it covered. Um, what else is there? Hugo wanted me to mention that he has his own website now. The It's called youareyourfault.com. Um, I guess just, you know, needed some more web space because he's not whatever anyway um thanks everybody for listening and thanks everybody who was on here and we'll see you next month i gotta call gary back you have one new message one saved message To listen to your messages press 1. First messages from an outside caller at 4846662112, totaling 1 minute 29 seconds. Hey, it's me. Pick up. Come on, pick up, pick up. I know you're there, man. Come on, stop screaming at me. This is some heavy shit, man. You think you can keep your head in the sand forever? You think you're safe because you're a wizard? Listen, you fade me on this, bro. I would lay off the astral travel for a while because I will hook myself up to an IV DMT drip and go looking for you. And I will punch you in the celestial orbs like you're in Fagranti Delecto with the universe. And it won't be some kind of warning shot across the bow either. When I'm done, your own mother out to go on disability. Alright, anyway, how are things otherwise? Uh, tell a witch I said hi in the fear for your safety. <laughs> I heard you have Stella on today. <laughs> that must have been a tough get. You have to throw a ball of yarn down the hall? Hey, listen, just tell her uh, the eagle has landed, the fat man walks alone, she'll know what I'm talking about. And look, just between you and me, she thinks I'm getting her the high-octane Mexican street, and I'm getting a shit of pet grays for two bucks an ounce. Don't say anything. What? No, I don't know where she keeps the prep age. Look in her makeup bag. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. She puts it on her face for some reason. Great. I'm proud of you. Go help an old cobbler make shoes or something. I'm on the phone. Fucking cobalt rat people, motherfuckers. Where was I? Yeah, that's right. I was threatening you in multiple dimensions. I'm looking at you, wizard. Don't screw this pooch. Don't tell Mort I called. <laughs> no, fuck. I'm telling my called. No, no. For real. Don't. 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 Don't tell him. up to an IV DMT drip and go looking for you.